Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and we're coming to you from the all-season tabletop studio. Now, today's episode is Whistleblower Exposes Next Plandemic. Wow. And in this, Horton may hear a who. (laughs) Or you might hear a who, huh? Something like that. Anyway, but don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Without further ado, let's welcome in our host, Mike. Hey, Ben. How you doing? Who? Yes. Did you say who? Horton yes. and who? Wow. Gremlin, gremlin guy. Yeah. I don't know. I'll throw hey, in there. <laughs> good, to, good to be here. We had a great lunch. Uh, yeah. uh, it's a beautiful day here uh, in uh, central Virginia. Yeah. And um, nice I, I am enjoying it. And I... I am really excited about the next few episodes that we've got going. This one here is interesting. Mm-hmm. It, I, I will just leave it at that. Interesting. Oh, yeah. So Whistleblower Exposes Next Plandemic. Yeah. And uh, we're going to begin this particular episode with a an announcement from the head or director of The Who, which is Tedros Edhadman. Edhadman. And that's easy for me to say. I can say his first name, Tedros, A-D-H-A-N, Adhanom. Uh, and I'm not even sure if that's how you pronounce it. But if you were I to don't. see this gentleman's picture, you would know who he is. So, and he was the one that was really under scrutiny. He was protested. I'm not sure if you recall that as he was being installed uh, and hmm. had some very, very uh, controversial background experiences that were brought up. Okay. Uh, so um, anyway, yeah, I, he I is not that. necessarily the guy, uh, the poster boy for uh, being, I don't know, Ward Cleaver, uh, going way back in years. You know, the, mm. the upstanding gentleman in the in the community. So, so you're saying his hands might be a little dirty? Yeah, but, and and not just that is, and he's not wearing gloves like uh, like no. OJ was. You know? Okay. Uh, so I mean, you could clearly gotcha. see the dirt on on his. So, um, welcome, all you rock tumblers and truth seekers out there. We are glad that you're still here with us, uh, looking to tumble and turn more rocks. We have got not not just this episode, but we have got some really powerful stuff coming uh, probably over the next, and I'm going to give it by probably about four or five hours worth uh, that is absolutely jaw-dropping heart tugging and um and and extremely important and ladies and gentlemen you know i know that you know ben and i really try to throw some levity in uh, with a lot of what we do just because this stuff gets heavy and it's it's almost to that peak to where it's getting so heavy that you will have the idea of why are we just sitting around watching this happen yeah, I say the idea, the emotion, whatever it, whatever it takes, but um, that's sort of where many of us are right now. The folks that uh, we're talking to as we're uncovering this, I know that uh, our last episode that we did, um, which has not aired yet, but uh, we had your dad, Joe, and we could definitely yes. hear the frustrations from him being a medical technologist and just going over this stuff. 
so anyway, well, whistleblower. Yeah. I, I hope we've got listeners intrigued here because I just got this info uh, just a bit ago. So it is interesting to say the least. So yeah. what we're going to do now, if you are ready, Ben, we are going to play an announcement from the director of the WHO, Tedros Adhanom. Well, let's roll. All right. Okay. Well, let's roll. Here we go. Marburg is a very different virus to the one that caused COVID-19. But many of the elements of the response are the same. Isolating and caring for those infected, tracing and quarantining their contacts, and engaging local communities in the response. There is no licensed vaccine for Marburg, although there are vaccines under development. And WHO is working with our partners to seek opportunities to assist them during this outbreak through the R&D blueprint for epidemics. Okay. So yeah. that was a, an announcement on News 360. And if you could hear what he was saying, he mentioned this new virus that was coming out. And the underscreen, if you will, lettering that goes by, uh, I'm not even sure if you could, we would call it the moving marquee, if you will. Yeah, but it graphic of some sort. Yeah. yeah. And it was speaking of 150 contact cases of this Marburg, and I will spell it M-A-R-B-U-R-G, Marburg virus that is usually in Africa, has been, has come out. He, he also makes the statement of the protocol is pretty much the same. He didn't go detail, but he mentioned isolation and, you know, I'm, I'm guessing mask, isolation, lockdowns, social distancing, right, whatever, right. whatever, whatever, you know. I mean, after a while, this stuff just to get, it's just like Charlie Brown's teacher, wah, 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 you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you guys really can r relate to, to what we're saying. So the protocol is the same as what we are sort of attempting to make a part of our life. Mm -hmm. Also, he mentioned that there are no known vaccines for this, but there are some they're working with partners. The WHO is working with the other group of crooks. I mean, uh, uh, right. yeah. partners, uh, mm -hmm. if you will. NIH, as as this vaccine maybe. is probably close to being put out. So th that's what you're getting from the director of the WHO in that little clip. Now, I will say this. Now, I've looked at this clip, the actual clip that I have, and I'm looking at it, and it's not clear as far as the audio is very clear. But the back of the screen, you know, you can read some of the screen. I'm not sure the date that this has come out. Okay. No. So listeners don't quote us here at the undiluted truth and say, Hey, those guys said this just came out two weeks ago. It yeah. was just passed across to me about two weeks ago. I'm not gotcha. sure when this was, but I, I will tell you this of everything that we look at and all of the, uh, the platforms and our resources I've not heard, seen anything about, about the Marburg virus. I do know 
that a Stanley Johnson had written a book about the Marburg virus, uh, and on the cover of this book was a monkey. Now, that doesn't surprise me because that's what they're toying with, bats, monkeys, uh, yeah. you know, other animals, and then the gain of functions coming in, and, and then it's being released. Right. But you might be asking yourself, well, hey, guys, uh, that's all great information, but uh, when are you going to get to the whistleblower uh, oh. that's exposing this so-called next, you know, uh, pandemic. pandemic? But it's already kind of being put into action based on this announcement, okay? Yeah, well, I, I just had one comment. I'm, I'm all about, like I told you about uh, COVID, you know, the math didn't add up in my head even from the beginning. Well, on there, on that announcement, you said you were reading the bottom little thing. They have 150 cases, quote-unquote, of this, right? Yeah. And they're already working on vaccines. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and they're calling it, he called it an outbreak. Yeah. Okay. So, hold, hold, hold your, uh, hold the phone, hold, hold your phone. pants, whatever. Yeah. My question is with the COVID quote outbreak that caused panic around the world, right? How long did it take to get a vac quote vaccine? Well, let's see. Uh, we we went into warp speed. Uh, warp so, speed. So and it, it took, took it took us right at about ten months. Ten months. But when did they start working on a vaccine? Well, we think, based on our research, that the vaccine was just about ready to go before the pandemic. If you can remember, Doctor David Martin basically, and, and many others said <clears throat> this pandemic was and even Dr. Peter McCullough said this whole Judy thing Mikevitz, was a this they said this pandemic was about the vaccine, the vaccine all right, along right. it was never about a virus right so we think the vaccine was already so if it, but and and that and that could be but uh, but typically vaccines by the, the mouths of experts based on history usually have to go through a minimum a right. minimum of five to ten years, minimum of testing and so forth. Yeah. You know. But my but my general point is that from the time that at least here in America that we started quote really hearing about the quote pandemic and that was what uh, of COVID that was, was around like, March. February of, Mar February or March. End of was, February, beginning of March is when you kind of started hearing it. And vaccines and came out in December. You didn't even hear about the vaccines then. No, no, it wasn't. They started talking about, well, we need to get some. Yeah. But you didn't hear that they were working on them at that point. No. And how many cases had we, quote, had already by, by quote, March? Well. 150? Uh, or was it more than that? Uh, well, according to them, uh, you know, in March, when this first yeah. thing hit, I mean, you know, it, was, it started off as one or two cases in, yeah. in Washington State and California, and then it started to spread. Right. Yeah. But but we had 43 clinical cases, I mean, lab-confirmed cases, you know, before it actually came out. But that's beside the point. My point is, we had more than 150 by the time March rolled around, I'm guessing. Oh, okay? sure, sure. So if this other one is, quote, a pandemic and an outbreak, right? Well, shouldn't you have more than 150 if it's a real outbreak? 
number one. And number two, how are you already working on vaccines with only 150 cases? Unless you're planning this. Well, I mean, I mean to me, like, uh. I'm just saying the math <laughs> adds up in that case. You know what I mean? So yeah. to me, it, yeah. it adds up to, yeah, you're planning it because that's way too few cases to quote, call it an outbreak or, you know, already have a virus, a vaccine quote unquote started for this. Uh, well, with only 150 people. I mean, you know, the math don't add up there. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, it, well, we see the way these guys operate. And if we know that it's always been, you know, the ends justify the means or the, the means is going to justify the end. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Either way, they're planting seeds, you know, now I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, I have not heard anyone in my realm of communicating and I get things sent to me all the time, right. but I haven't necessarily opened all of them up yet. Fair enough. But, Fair enough. But right. other than this one resource, mm-hmm. I've not heard the word Marburg virus mentioned uh, by anyone else. Other than that book you said. Then. Right. And we do have the whistleblower here. Yeah, I, I apologize for holding that off. Yeah, so that's okay. We do have we a whistleblower. We paused for dramatic effect, yeah. guys. I mean, come on. We're, we're working you into this. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, again, personally, I wouldn't call this yet hardcore evidence. Right. But I, I would say, look, put this in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Remember the word Marburg virus. Because what we're trying to do is, is to keep you being critical thinkers. Yeah. I am not saying this is coming. It's just when things like this come out, you can't help but stop, pause, see who's putting it out. Mm-hmm. And as Ben says, start doing the so-called common sense math. Yeah. Does this make sense? What is going on? I've not heard of this. And then you start going, well, well, it's only this, it's only that. So that's sort of what we're doing here. But if all of a sudden <laughs> you wake up one Sunday morning and on the news uh, or whatever, you see, uh, oh, uh, breaking news, mm-hmm. new outbreak, war. Bar- oh, wait a minute. M- Marburg. Yes, uh, thank uh, you. Yeah, I was going to yeah, correct you. On yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> Marburg virus uh, outbreak. You'll go, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wasn't that the one Mike and Ben were talking about? Uh, mm, so th- that's sort of what we're doing here. And this uh, whistleblower, is uh, obviously his name isn't given. Sometimes they are, but, and, and they'll speak underneath of that right. uh, immunity of a whistleblower. Yeah, This is a uh, South African-speaking gentleman, does have a bit of an accent, So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have him speak here in just a second. And he is a medical worker. I mean, it doesn't even give any accreditation of whether he's uh, internal medicine, whether he's pathologist, uh, it doesn't say. Just someone that is in the inner circle of medicine. And that's, that's all we know. So. The one thing that you're going to hear from this gentleman is what uh, Ted Ross, he mentioned that there's no known virus. This whistleblower, let's very, listen very carefully. No he, known vaccine. Yeah, vaccine. Right. Co- <laughs> correct, yeah. Yeah. The virus is Marburg. No known vaccine, and he's going to mention this vaccine. 
so listen very carefully to what he says. So here we go. All right. All right. But how would they start this pandemic of Marburg without actually spreading it? Quite simple. They've already started it. The vaccines, injuries that we're seeing at the moment from COVID vaccines include bleeding and clots, which are very similar to hemorrhagic fever. When they give the booster shots to the people in the nursing homes and the Okay, just real quick. So according to him, it's already started. And you say, well, how has it started? Well, it started through the current uh, COVID vaccines. vaccines. Yes. And he mentioned blood clots and hemorrhagic fever. Remember that. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Hospitals who are prisoners and to the children who will be in close contact in schools, they will cause further bleeds and clots, which will appear as hemorrhagic fever. They will test with their new PCR test. They will say that it's Marburg. This will explain the excess deaths that we're seeing in hospitals for them. It will be a cover-up. They will say that deaths in the hospital are not due to um, COVID vaccine injuries. They're due to Marburg. There will be a very, very large sudden panic that will ensue. There will be mass hysteria like we never saw before. People will rush to get anything that will protect them. The right Rivax vaccine will be rushed through and given as an experimental vaccine in the same way the COVID vaccines were given. However, one big difference with the rising vaccine is that infrastructure is already in place and all the resources are there to de develop, deliver the rising vaccine in a very short period of time. They could achieve 100% coverage of the population in very little time. The rising in the vaccine will kill millions of billions of people very rapidly okay now that's some pretty powerful stuff yeah if what he's saying is true mm -hmm. he has some interesting information <clears throat> and there again folks i don't know this individual i've never seen him uh but he seems to be speaking a little bit of the same language he is walking along the same line as what the head of the CDC announced. But he mentioned a vaccine. Now, with that being said, what is... Well, and going back to Peter McCullough, um, that podcast that he did at the SDA church, or the program he did at the SDA church, yeah. he even mentioned Michigan, that, yeah. uh, that one sample test where the CDC, quote, went through, what was it, 1,200 deaths and absolutely none were related to the vaccine. Right. Right. Yeah. So all I'm saying is that I wouldn't put it past them to say, oh, well, none of these other deaths are because of the vaccine either, right? They're, they're because of, well, Marburg. Right. Yeah, it, so that's all I'm correlating there. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, so, so that, that's the question. So the question is now you and I and many other experts – in the medical field of scientists know that people are dying all from over the world from <laughs> the effects of the vaccine. And from the treatment in the hospitals. Well, yes, because they are, that, that's true. Yeah. But the, the difficult thing there is, is that you, you're going to have to do autopsies to figure out what 
the symptoms were or what the cause of death was, that's very difficult. But <clears throat> believe it or not, that is being done in some circles yeah. with with the oversight of some of these doctors that we have mentioned uh, before, you know, Richard Fleming and, and some of these guys. They're privy to some of this information. But so what we do know is, is that deaths are happening mm-hmm. based on, let's just keep it as based on the vaccine, because that's important by the respect of what this whistleblower said, is that they are going to say that the deaths that are happening are not because of the vaccine. vaccine. And the symptoms Mm -hmm. are not because of the vaccine. The symptoms, the clotting, and he mentioned uh, it was a blood. It was a blood disease. I can't remember exactly what he called it, but yeah, uh, we can sorry. pull that back up. Yeah. But all of it, I mean, clotting and the whole the whole deal mm-hmm. is part of a disease. Is going to be said, and maybe already is being said in most areas, is not because of the vaccine, but it's because of voila, this Marburg virus, a new mm-hmm. virus. And a new virus that is causing some serious problems. Now, how easy do you think, Ben, this is the million-dollar question, how easy do you think it's going to be to pull the proverbial wool over the sheep's eyes? Sadly, pretty easy. Wow. Wow. Wait a second. Wait a second. So you're thinking that this is going to be easily done? I hate to say it, but... (laughs) But just just going off of what happened with COVID, I'm going to say mm. sadly. <laughs> so so uh, more than uh, mm, all right. So let's more pa- than should are probably going to. Uh, okay, so no, this is good stuff. So yeah. let's pause for the speed bump. Let's pause for the speed bump right here because what you're saying is we just went through something like this, mm-hmm. and what you're saying is the majority of the people didn't learn anything from what we went through. Mm, yeah, no. The majority, and that's not, uh, we know yeah. that there are many that have learned that, you know what? It may be 50-50. That's, right why, now, that's yeah. why we're calling it plandemic. Yeah, it may be about you know? 50-50 right now, but well, I mean, there's well, a good amount of people that are yeah. Or standing up, so to speak. Sure. There's a good amount of people. And, and really, it took a little while, but. And yeah. a lot of it really is if you look at the percentage of, of vaccines that people have, have received. Right. You can. Do, that, you, know per, a, do you know an accurate percentage? Because I, I heard somewhere, some, somebody wrote somewhere that I read that, that 80% of America is vaccinated now? No, no, no. I don't think it's that high, no, personally. No, Excuse me, you mentioned 50%, and I think that's that's close to the number. I think it's in okay. that range somewhere. But you're not sure of an exact no, percentage because, right now? because I think the original number that uh, the so-called Biden administration wanted was 75%, and I don't think that we're anywhere near that. Okay. Yeah, okay. so I think I was it, just curious. it might be north of Put 50 you on the spot. It might be north of 50%. <laughs> But what I'm getting at is that I think that percentage is probably close to the number of people that close. And and we do know that there's many people that even we know that sort of wish I I hadn't got the vaccine. 
you know, based on information that, you know, it, you know, some have the vaccine remorse. Yeah. That, it's so a- it's not going to be 100%, but I think that number is going to be close to what you said. So okay. you think about half of the people yeah. uh, might fall for another one. Yeah. And like the whistleblower said, it is already in place. The right. the structure and everything is in place. And it sounds like, I think, all they all they have to do is to start the production. And he said yeah. 100%. So basically, they have got enough of this product. Just, or they and, will. Yeah, all, very they, shortly. all they have yes. to do is just crank up the express line, <clears throat> uh, the express assembly line, I should say. And um, and and start rolling it out, mm-hmm. but more importantly, the fear of this thing has got to hit a high level, and Absolutely. that's what they're counting on. Now, yeah. well, well, the fact that we haven't heard anything in mainstream media about this, right? But yet, whoever sent that to you caught this public announcement or whatever from the WHO. Yeah, I yeah. mean. But again, 150 cases, and they're calling it an outbreak. Yeah. It might be considered an outbreak in a small little village. Yeah. But on the grand scale, 150 is not an outbreak. I'm sorry. That's, mm, no. Anyway, back to you. Well, I (laughs) I guess if you are trying to get something started, uh, you've got to start with some kind of number. And it is going to be interesting to follow. It is going to be interesting to follow this because I can tell you the echo chamber that rolls this stuff out. And that's basically how our mainstream media works. It's just simply an echo chamber. They, They all get the same mantra. They all get the same information and they all kick it out. Yeah. A la echo chamber. Yeah. So once it gets to that point. And I think to me all this makes sense. So when you you know uh in the insect business if you are trying to eradicate a certain pest I have heard it said that after a while the more you study it you will you will begin to think like that pest. So you yeah. will know how to eradicate it. And right. I and I use that same, you know, that same idea with. We've seen how these people work, mm-hmm. and none of this surprises me. Yeah. And when they yeah. throw out another, you know, it's, and sadly enough, I think in some people, this is going to be an exciting thing for some people. And I'm talking about citizens. Now they've got another virus. They can look a little bit smarter than some of their friends. Hey, have you heard about the Marburg virus? Well, no. Well, (laughs) sit down, Jane, and let me fill you in. You know, Uh, sadly enough, I think that is some of the thought process with what's coming down the pike. (laughs) And, And it is sad, but I am sort of with you thinking that I think there's not going to be much of a pushback with this as what we should expect. Yeah. So I hope I'm at least 180 degrees wrong with this. I, I really do. So anyway, interesting little 
topic uh, oh, yeah. as we come out, and uh, well, we'll see what the next one brings. Not quite sure if uh, this is uh, worthy of a, we might mention it again, a worthy of a part two. But uh, anyway, listeners, uh, folks out there, put that, like I said, in your back pocket, Marburg virus. Keep your ears open and eyes wide open and uh, might want to do some research on this. We're going to continue to see what we can find out. So anyway, Ben, uh, well, that's a wrap on this one. So let's let's bow our heads as we go to the Lord and close, close this one out. Dear Father in heaven, Lord, we once again, we thank you. We thank you for this opportunity to share truth with those around the world. Uh, we uh, thank you for those that are standing up. And indeed, if this whistleblower, if this whole story is uh, is worthy of salt, uh, then, you know, by all means, uh, guard and protect this uh, gentleman and, and those that are uh, ahead of maybe exposing and disrupting and causing an, a, another pandemic to implode. Uh, so, uh, Lord, there's many, many out there that are doing good work, and we, we thank you for them, and we ask for their protection upon them. So be with us and all of our listeners as we continue to tumble rocks here um, and uh, all across the, the Fruited Plains. We Thank you again for this opportunity on this platform. And Lord, uh, as always, we ask that every intent of our thought be pure. And we pray this and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.